when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There we go. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome, welcome, hello, it's the The One Show Show, the podcast that, like wee willy winky, runs through the town, upstairs and downstairs in its nightgown. But where we're wee willy winky, the town is TV's The One Show, and upstairs and downstairs in its nightgown is this podcast. This analogy doesn't really work. Essentially what I'm saying is that wee willy winky is obviously someone who would still be of interest to what used to be Operation Utree. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> I am John Holmes and here we are once again to steer you through TV's The One Show like an unattended toddler weaving dangerously towards a road as we navigate a week's worth of BBC One green sofa guests and pointless films about Welsh watercourses or some such. This week an aeroplane lands in a garden, an old lady gets excited by a lesbian's diary and an Angelica Bell laughs at cat disease. Joining me to put chewing gum in the one show's hair this week are regular the the one show 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 regular Mark Haynes and bloke who BBC Three recently filmed living on his own in a cupboard, an ex-studenty pundit from my old talk radio show, technically I gave him his first big break then, unpaid obviously, and host of the excellent, if borderline criminal itself, Crime Club podcast, it's Jack Beaumont. <laughs> Hello Jack, welcome along. Thanks, you alright? It's lovely to have you here. So, oh, um, Sorry, what was your BBC Three thing? Oh, I live in a cupboard. Well, actually, until recently, uh-huh. I lived in a cupboard. Um, 
then the Australian ballet dancer that was living with us moved out, and so I got her room, which is nice. Um, but, but BBC Three filmed this. I mean, yeah, it's an I, example I, of terrible millennial living. I, well, yeah, it sounds fucking awful. But <laughs> Australian ballet dancer is also a thing you don't normally hear. So my landlord is also my mate, and he got in off the internet. And um, <laughs> and so what happened was she's a, she was a nutcase, by the way. I'm, I was glad to see the back of her because she was kind of compulsive liar, terrible housemate. Um, once rang up my my, hand, my landlord saying that there was uh, people outside the gaff trying to attack her with knives. <laughs> Absolute bullshit. Um, so, yeah, she's gone. Now I'm in her room. But now my landlord is moving out. He's going to move to Australia. N- not connected to her. That's it. And uh, <laughs> I wish you hadn't asked this now, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long story. But basically, I'm going to end up living in, living in either Grove Park or, uh, or Lewisham. Love it. This is like a sort of bonus episode of Crime Club. <laughs> this is this Jack's stories. Jack's stories are absolutely brilliant. I love they Crime, Crime yeah, Club. I know it's from the sta- same stable of podcasts as this one. Yeah. But Crime Club, if you've not heard it, do have a listen. It's absolutely brilliant. It's jaw dropping in places. Basically just, basically, just talk to wrongers who sometimes have yeah, committed crimes. Sometimes they're just uh, not illegal crimes, but they are. No, still massive wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got the right show here. Yeah. So, uh, do you have you ever seen the one show before? Is do, has that been on in your cupboard? Yeah. Well, I don't have a TV in there, but um, there's a massive flat screen downstairs. Yeah. Which, uh, believe it or not, I spend a lot of time looking at. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah, one show does crop up on there. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. So you've been watching it for this this week, of course. Um, should we, should we might as well start with Monday, I suppose. You watch Monday? Yeah. So Monday. I mean, I loved Monday show. I think it was the pick <laughs> of the week. Basically. <laughs> The item, one of the first items on there. Well, they had Saran Jones, who are, you know, talking about a new Gentleman Jack thing, which yep. uh, we'll go on to later. But the first item they had was uh, was about this woman called Lara, who suffers from a really shit neck. My name's Lara Smith, and I suffer from a condition where I get searing pain throughout my entire body. This is triggered by movements of my neck. My NHS consultant has prescribed me medicine that lets me have some quality of life. Unfortunately, I'm not able to obtain it in the UK. I have to travel abroad to collect my prescription. And this will be the 18th time that I've done this over the last four and a half years. Yes. Uh, a neck yeah. gives her loads of pain, like getting electric shocks through her body and stuff. Yeah. And uh, the only thing that sorts it, well, she got prescribed by at least 12 medium strength uh, bifters a week by the exactly NHS. That. Exactly that. But the catch that. is, of course, the NHS couldn't provide her with that. She had to go to Amsterdam to pick it up. The thing I love about this is, is, is she, she, the, the NHS last year, I think, passed uh, a little bit of legislation that said, yes, they can prescribe cannabis and, and cannaboids, yeah. uh, if, if that's the right word. It might not be. Um, but they then said, yeah, we can do that, but we can't pay for them. And obviously, we don't have them in Britain. So this woman goes off to Amsterdam uh, every three months to yeah. pick up three months supply and then comes back. And she, she the problem is the NHS have said, actually, they do supply some cannaboids for people who are uh, you know really ill. But they basically said to her, we can't really be sure that you're in the pain you say you're in. Yeah. So we'll give you the prescription, but we're not fucking paying for it. She did seem to be in a lot of pain. She was crying in time, so she's... In, it was yeah. a one-show film of, 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 this is... You know, the director just going, this is gold, she's crying yeah. on a ferry. I would say there was a point where she finally got her cannabis, which she took in a, in a little vape. Well, yeah, she's doing it out of vaporiser, like some kind of 18-year-old trust a ferry. <laughs> yeah. Outside the Bulldog, which is a famous coffee shop in Amsterdam. The worst, sort of, most obvious place yeah. to have your first bifter. There's a lot of dickheads rolling around that coffee <laughs> shop, I can tell you from, from experience. And... Um, and she's 20 grand down now because the NHS, aren't, like you said, aren't covering it. She's 
complete yeah. rundown. And so first off, I'm thinking, you know, well, fuck you, the pencil pushers in the NHS for not you know, sorting this out. But then I'm thinking, actually, fuck her for not having the wearables. It's just gross. It's a fucking plant. Uh, Grow someone in your fucking back garden. There is a thing donut. about, look, we yeah, live yeah. in London, okay? If I walk out in London, within 20 seconds, I can smell strong skunk, yeah, right? Yeah. If yeah. you can't get skunk in Britain, you are doing something wrong. Exactly. I mean, I managed to source cannabis at the age of 12, right? <laughs> she's, what, pushing 50 if she's a day, yeah? She can't go down to, I mean, she lives in Newcastle. Go down to the fucking shop with some daft kids kicking around the back. <laughs> Ask them. They'll be delivering at discount rates, for fuck's sake. She'll be saving the NHS a bloody fortune she, either way. The thing I, I thought was, it was it acted on her suspiciously quickly. So she's she's outside the bulldog. Yeah, yeah. She has her vape and she goes... Good to go, so I'll just have a little bit of this. Breathe out the vapour. It's just dampened down my tremor. I'm a lot more comfortable. I haven't got the electric shocks, so I can actually probably take my neck brace off actually now. Now look at that, you see, my hands have stopped trembling. I was Straight like, that's what? quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, think that might be the I was thinking the same thing, but surely... Because there they wasn't could, a cutaway. Cut, cut, no, there was. was there? there was a cutaway, I think, to the bulldog sign. That's why I remember they were in the coffee shop called the bulldog. Mm. And then, and then, yeah, I, th- I think there was editing because I think she's probably had a couple of old, old massive yeah. old soaks on the uh, yeah. on the Amsterdam's finest. <laughs> and then, uh, and then things, but yeah, maybe you're right, I don't know. It is, it is it is mad that they go, you can be prescribed this, but we will not help in any way. Obviously, they're prescribing it because they know it does good. Yeah. It's just with her, they were going, we're not sure that your prolapse, prolapse disc in your neck is giving you the pain that you're saying it is. Yeah. But yeah. then again, I mean, why can't they fucking tell? If you go to the NHS and you go, I'm in real pain, and they go, are you? I mean, you can say that about anything. You know, I can see your leg's broken, but is it is really it, giving though? you that is pain? Is it really? Is it? Can't see the bone. Is it? Did you hear the weird sound edit when she was getting on a getting on a coach? Did you hear that? No. It was a really weird noise. Suddenly out of nowhere, as though they, they left in just a sound, an extraneous sound that came from somewhere. She just sort of went, Ah! It's three o'clock and I've been travelling nearly 24 hours. God! Yeah, yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. Oh, too loudly! <laughs> didn't even fit where he was. It's like, this is just the sound edit. He put that in the edit. Yeah. Just, just go, use that later. And he just left it there. There was also a thing where, where and, and she obviously, she, like, I don't think she was putting it on. I think, you know, it, it sounds like a bit of a crap thing to have to constantly go to Amsterdam to buy a little bit of weed and then yeah. come back. And doing it 18 times she's done it. It's cost her 20 grand. Yeah. She could set up her own like, metal for that but she also I mean she wasn't making it cheaper by taking along both of her daughters I think you know if you take one along you've saved half of the money yeah that's, you know? a, that's a fair or point or at bring both daughters but then leave the dad at home because I'm thinking now I started my mind started worrying I was thinking Amsterdam, Dad's all for this. Is he getting on the brass while he's out there? Because another twenty grand is he in charge of the budget as well? Because that sounds like a lot. Yeah, but give me the money. Mummy gets, and, and, mommy gets um, her medicine, but Daddy also needs to have something out of this arrangement. <laughs> something right. fun, yeah. something that makes Daddy feel better. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, uh, and we've we've looked into this, and um, she spent uh, a grand on this cannabis, uh, but her husband has spent nineteen thousand pounds on prostitutes. <laughs> Ironically, hasn't made him better. He's actually riddled with STDs. <laughs> Oh, back to Matt. Uh, it was it was the, the beginning of the show. Yeah. The the first question Matt asked this week. Yep. 
Did you write down what it was? This was literally one minute, 47 seconds into the programme when they introduced Saran Jones. Talking about being in the bodyguard. Sophie Rundell talking about being in the bodyguard. And what was Matt's very first question? What was it like to be part of that series? What was it like (laughs) to be part of it? What was it like? Jeez. Well, at least we know Matt's not listening to the podcast. Jesus <laughs> Christ! We ever thought um, was. They were a, a funny, a funny sort of couple because they were very much. Uh, they're, they're doing Gentleman Jack, which is about, I think, a, a sort of a true life historic diarist That's from right. Halifax. Yeah. I mean, it already sounds fucking thrilling. <laughs> and she'd written a sort of slightly erotic diary uh, about other women, which she'd written in code so that no one, if they chanced upon it, would know that she was absolutely mad for fit birds. Yeah. And the two of them uh, were on the sofa, but they had that real actor lovingness where they, every chance they had, they were just going, because she's one of the greatest actresses and I'd always been a fan of her work. Yeah, and, I never met you know, her, but, but when we bonded, and the reason oh. she got this is because we bonded over the... Um, I mean, uh, just working oh, with her, oh, her body oh. of work. It's, I think it's so important. So, I mean, as soon as Soph came in, I, I loved her work anyway. Yeah. Um, but I just think, I, I just think we kind of fell into step with each other, didn't we? On yeah. that. But I think it's just to see, do you are you the right balance for each other? Mm, and I yeah. think that we, I think we were, and we are, you know. Yeah. And, and you've got to spend so much time together yeah. as well, so it has to work from the start. I think what's really beautiful is that me and Soph didn't know each other. So, so as we got to know each other. Our characters got to explore their relationship, so it's actually happening kind of in real time on yeah. screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And good. and and we just got to know each other. It was yeah, lovely. Fucking actors, actors, <laughs> actors. They are so never have two actors on the sofa, just one. Yeah. Because if you get two of them, they'll start talking like actors talk. The old woman, though, whose job it was. Oh, Helena Shipred. Thank you. To <laughs> translate these hidden diaries. Mm. Um, uh, out of the original lesbian <laughs> and yeah. into into yeah. the modern language, um, uh, was very excited about this, wasn't she? Yeah, she had a cracking voice as well. One thing that she said that really made me laugh was she's like, "I'm like the Backstreet Scribe." It's that very romantic and very exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, no, huge. I'm congr- the back. I'm the back. I'm the Backstreet Scribe. <laughs> <laughs> when she got a creaky northern bird accent, like, yeah. she did. When she said, when she went, "I'm like the Backstreet," I was thinking, "Where is this?" going. I don't know what's <laughs> happening here. That word backstreet, one of those words in the English language that isn't rude, but always sounds it. Yeah. It's a bit of a backstreet. Oh, here we go. <laughs> backstreet, boys. Hello, yeah. the, the what? Yeah. Uh, Matt- I got, got quite excited about the content of these diaries. So I googled them, and uh-huh. um, but, but there's nothing much more. I mean, she, she talks about dildos briefly, but other than that... Oh, no, she also mentions that she prefers kind of um, the... I think it's pronounced tribadism, uh-huh. but which, as opposed to uh, bow-catting. Right. Which is the word for uh, kind of lingus. Right. This sounds like you're down with the kids. <laughs> this is, now, now we're learning. Yeah. When you go down with the kids, I don't think that's appropriate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So bowcatting. Yeah. Bowcat. Great. Is that what it is? It. Yeah. Bowcat. Yeah. Someone would say, for example, do you bowcat? No, I, I prefer not to bowcat. No, I love to bowcat. It's too. Yeah. That's what the irrepressible bowcat. <laughs> Close friends get to call him BC. <laughs> A BJ. Hello, my name is Pete Ellison. This is Dave Cribb. Hello, and we do a podcast called Friends with Friends, as you might have guessed from the music that's playing underneath, uh, which is a sort of lo-fi rendition of the Friends theme tune for rights reasons. We get a different guest on every week on our podcast to talk about their favourite episode of Friends. And we look through it in excruciating detail. We pick through levels of plots like no one has ever done before. So if you like Friends or just listening to people talking, which are both valid activities, do look us up on the old podcast app and that friends with friends and we're on twitter at friends wf
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Good Christ. Uh, Matt described this uh, drama. It's sort of like a cross between Downton Abbey meets Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> For me, it's kind of a Downton Abbey meets Pirates of the Caribbean. And Matt's seen something. Yeah. He's watched something that a guest is on to talk about. This has never happened before. There was also a mention in the very, very boring little bit about Elton John, where they hadn't been able to find anyone who knew Elton John, so they found a photographer who'd taken photos of Elton John over yeah. a period in the 70s. And when it came out of that, Angelica Bell said, and Matt, you never go to the cinema. I thought, yeah, that's not a surprise. Yeah. But she went, but you've already booked your tickets for this. You'd never go to the cinema and you've even booked tickets for it. Yeah, I have, yeah. Can't wait. I'm <laughs> yeah. so, so excited. Are you looking forward to it from, from an Elton John perspective? Elton John. The Elton John biopic, Matt, is like, I, I don't, I'm not interested in I'm not interested in Star Wars. I'm not interested in Avengers. I'm not interested in Art House. Yeah. I don't like anything. But the Elton John biopic. He was like I, a little am, kid, wasn't I he? I am going to pre-book. Bouncing up pre- and down on his, on his chair. Oh, he's very excited. I've always got to that stage as well. I'm thinking we've right, we've had ganjo, we've had lesbians. I mean, there are worse ways to spend a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it was uh, pick of the week for you. Yeah, isn't pick it? of the week, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. getting very excited for the rest of the week. But sadly, actually, actually, this show as well. Then it got quite extreme because there was a sudden bit where I saw a puppy come out of a dog's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so, something that I I didn't I, I don't want to see. I'm not pleased yeah. I've seen it, but yeah. I was thinking seven forty seven thirty in the evening. Yeah, and there I am watching a, a, a dog's vagina undulating. <laughs> I mean, right. you know, you can complain, but you can't say it's boring. <laughs> it wasn't boring. <laughs> I did. That was my something I learned this week is that dogs give birth very quietly. There we go. A dog that gives birth just sort of 
lies there, yeah. and it all sort of happens. And then they just lick the dog clean. Yeah, there was, was no noise. It sort of makes me you know think, why, though? It's because the birth canal became very much short. Oh, sorry, what's the, what's the opposite of sh- wide? Truncate. Oh, uh, narrow. Nah, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, yeah, so the, the birth canal. You well, came on so confidently with, like, Bo-Cat and everything. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, that was really How impressive. does the human body work? <laughs> yeah. No, so, so as we stopped going from all fours to standing upright, the human birth canal narrowed, and that's why it's really painful to have birth now. But for the mammals that are still on all fours, it's actually a piece of piss it's great that's great actually uh, there is that thing of, of when you do give birth they do suggest that you go on all fours and everyone sort of goes oh that sounds new and exciting and actually no you're basically going no no remember when we were essentially like big hairy lemurs <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt uh, as well just varied his one question that he's got slightly when he asked Sophie if she was looking forward to the film of Elton John's life, mm. and she said, "Oh yes, yes I am." Taron Egerton was um, was a year below me at drama school, and Matt said, yeah. "What was he like there?" Oh, <laughs> he is. What was he so like? versatile? So yeah. versatile. How much preparation do you reckon he puts in? pre-recording or you know when he's got guests on that do you reckon he gives it more than five minutes per guest I or? don't think so no I just don't think so is he so. just winging it is he actually having a sly old cackle behind the scenes because he's done fuck all all day yeah and just turned up and gone what's that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, I, I think that is 100% it and I think he's like the thing about me is I can work on the fly which is a way of going the thing about me is I don't do any prep yeah. <laughs> you know I, I have no interest in it there was a nice one show moment as well where they were talking about this uh, this this diary and how important it was that it, you know it was discovered behind these panels, and it, it, mm. it was an insight into the into the life at the time, and and you know, and how sexuality had to be repressed, and and the woman, the old lady, uh, her scholar, Ship Red, yeah, thank you, um, sort of was talking about how it was full of these sexually explosive secrets from the, when it was written. The diaries were hidden for so long uh, because basically the sexually um, explosive content in the coded extracts were really not uh, want, uh, not wanted to be um, publicised in the town. It would cause such a scandal. And so on and so forth. And then they said, and, oh, and, and now Saran Jones is, is going to read out an extract oh, from yeah. the diary. And you know, I was expecting at least a bit of effort with a sort of a book, a yeah, tome. Totally no, taken at random. Handed her a one-show card that had been glued to the other side. Yeah, and, and that yeah. bit didn't say anything. She little dreams what is in my mind to make up to her. She has money, and this might make up for rank. We get on very well so far, and the thought as I returned amused and interested me. <laughs> you wanted her to just read one filthy bit, yeah. one absolutely disgusting bit. <laughs> about wrong, but then the, clip, the clip they showed after that included that quote, did it not? Yeah, yeah. it did. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, yeah. the, what's the point in that? Yeah, massively, massively. The dog thing, by the way, when they said the words, because um, this was a tease, wasn't it, towards mm. Wednesday's... What, what Matt decided was a special show. Now, Matt loves his animals, so we know he's going to get very excited about this. He loves his animals so long as he can then kill them and eat them. That's right. A special show on Wednesday dedicated to cats and dogs. What I couldn't understand about this dog film... So there's a husky, yeah. right, that, that got pregnant, mm-hmm. um, and then the setup was there's a husky... And it's going to be pregnant. And yeah. then they showed the clip with the birth. And then on the in the second part of that film, basically it was a film. It was a film. Two films about dog fucking. That's yeah. that's all it was. Yeah. That's everything that happened. Worse than that, the first one was sort of really about going. Here's how to become a dog breeder. Because they were sort of like, well, we took our dog to meet another dog, and it was a good one, and we brought it back, and now they're having the puppies. Yeah. And they were like, we, we are, we, you know, we're selling the puppies and everything. And we got, so, and again, it's just a film where I'm watching people make a bit of cash on the side. But it's also this happens every day all across Britain. Yeah. I don't know why they. But just, maybe they had an Amsterdam theme because you got Ganji, you got lesbians, then you got dog fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we found a breeder, nice looking husky. 
called Starsky. So we took her to meet him and she liked him a lot. <laughs> so we prepared for the birth by getting her pen ready in the kitchen. The first thing we noticed is that she got really, really panty. So she went straight into the pen, was like walking around a lot, was then digging up all the blankets, making it really comfortable, kind of nesting. And then she just sat and she panted for hours. Maybe the producer's having a slime on, like, <laughs> shout out to my boy. I only noticed that this was like a controversial thing about dog breeding. People don't like it. Apart from anything, I mean, pedigree dogs, if, if you've always dreamed of having a dog that has like ingrowing eyelashes or has respiratory problems, a pedigree dog is absolutely the one to go for. But I only noticed it's a big thing because our V1 show uh, Twitter feed. Yeah. Uh, it's not called that. What's it called? The V1 show. What as? Yeah. The One Show show. The One Show show because yeah. we couldn't fit all the letters in. Yeah. Um, the the, uh, the One Show, it lit up with people just going very, very fucking irresponsible. And I was like, this could be for us. This could be something that's been <laughs> on. And it was all about the Huskies and people are yeah. really, really furious about this sort of sense of breeding dogs. Uh, Battersea Dogs Home is usually chock-a-block. If you want a dog, go there. You don't need some family making a little bit extra on the side you know, producing these pedigree dogs. Yeah, yeah. For, you know, for arseholes. Who's got a, a, a? Do you know anyone who's got a husky? No. There's one guy I know who's got a husky. He's in Archway, and he dresses up as a Native American stroke a cowboy. What? And he's, what? he's trying what? to open up a Native he American with museum on the Holloway Road. And I, I say Native American museum. He himself refers to it as a Red Indian museum. <laughs> of course, of course he right? does. He doesn't even know the fucking right way to talk about it. <laughs> and he's basically put up an appeal uh, on a, a notice board at Archway Tube Station saying, I want to set up this Red Indian museum. Um, has anyone got a teepee, a tomahawk, or any photos of red Indians? Right? But he's also put a rotor there if you want to volunteer. I mean, he hasn't got the prop premises yet. But he has this husky, and he takes the husky around. And there is a funny thing when you look at that where you go, it's like having a flash car, is that you go... What sort of dog person am I? I'm the sort of person who has... Just get a dog. If you want a dog, have a normal dog. People <laughs> yeah. who are tailoring themselves to tell you stuff about them. He's, he is telling you he's mad. Yeah. Um, but he's doing that more with the, the little poster outside. If Archway people Station. were complaining about mm. this programme... I mean, they must have been apoplectic at Wednesday's cat and dog special. Oh, then. This was... It was an hour long. So it's a Wednesday hour. Yep. Okay. And it's was exactly that. I mean, it, there were new lows mm. scraped in this programme. I'm going to tell you, John, they advertised this one on the Tuesday show, at the end of Tuesday's yeah. show. They said, tomorrow it's a cats and dogs special with Phil Tufnell. <laughs> and when it, when the iPlayer carried on to play the next episode, yeah. I thought, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I've had enough. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put myself through this. Oh. I am walking away. Well, I've done it for you. you and so, you are so has Jack. A yeah, man. I struggled though because there wasn't that. I mean, it was just really boring. There wasn't that much. Well, God, oh, no, tell me, it? tell me, I'm wrong. John. Well, no, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, I wrote. We have you know least interesting moment of the week. This whole program was yeah, it. Yeah, I can. Imagine. I mean, the, the call out. I mean, it started. Um, you know, Matt was like a puppy. I mean, he was so excited about the cats and dogs being all over the studio and yeah. the whole thing being dedicated to these cats and dogs. You know, he decided to break with tradition. The big, the opening titles, right? Uh-huh. The opening titles. Oh, I did see the opening titles. With with cats and dogs. Sort Watching of the one television. Yeah. With the one show playing. cats going. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest <laughs> Dogs just chewing their own arms off. <laughs> <on. laughs> 
And then it went into the studio and he went, Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to The One Show with Angelica Bell um, and a very athletic cat, which we'll talk about in a second. And <laughs> <laughs> also my maker. That's And then um, they they tried to, you know, keep, keep our attention. Mm. Um, they told us that someone called, without even referencing her name, given the special, someone called Cat the Vet... Right, and they didn't. They didn't, no. No one saw that, no. that joke. No, no, that hidden joke. No. Cat the vet. Would you? I mean, you didn't stay watching, but you may have done if you'd have heard the sentence. Cat the vet will be checking a cockapoo's health live on TV. Oh. And this is Buddy the cockapoo. Now he's going to be getting a health check live on the show from our resident vet for the he's evening. On his way. He's Cat on his way. Kendrick. Yes, yeah, that's right. Cat the vet will be answering your questions tonight as well. So please send them in. God, it's another pedigree thing. I mean, she's, can't wait. For she's that. just going to write it off. Oh. Now this thing's all mashed up inside. And the results of the pet food survey. Plus, tonight uh, we have the results from our questionnaire into what we are feeding our dogs. Do you remember a few months Still ago going. they did a pet food survey? Still going. That, when Christine, her way into that film was there's been a lack of proper research on what UK dog owners are feeding their dogs. There's a lack of proper research on what UK dog owners are actually feeding their dogs. Yeah, because no one gives a fucking shit. No. That's why there's been no but, research. But the other thing is, we've invented dog food, right? That, that, that's the thing. It's not oh. like people are all sort of going, I don't know what to feed them, so here's some, some gravel and some and some nuts and bolts. There's dog food. You just buy dog food and you feed them that. Yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is it? 60p a tin. Knock yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> and then the call out, which was, the, I actually wrote, it's a new low. The call out for things we want today. Things we want. Here's the call out. Have you ever eaten dog food? <laughs> which which do you prefer, cats or dogs? Fuck me. Oh, yeah. And of course, we want you watching at home to get involved too, because as a bit of fun tonight, we're asking this big question. Which do you prefer, cats or dogs? That's. I mean, that is, uh, you're absolutely right, that is a new low. <laughs> that is, that is, if, uh, man, if you've got someone, like an, a, an elderly relative, and you explained to them that you worked in television and you needed a, a, a text, yeah. a text call out. Yeah. They would go, what about, yeah. what do you prefer, cats or dogs? And you would punch them in the face. <laughs> Matt, Matt reasoned with, though, halfway through the programme, he did it again. And he said, uh, we want to know, obviously, what you think at home. Uh, we know that you can uh, be both a dog or a cat lover or whatever, but just uh, for the sheer hell of it, it's not costing anything this vote, is it? No, that's right. We, we just want you to get involved. Tell us, if you're team cat... Or team dog. It can be yeah, both. It can be both. It can be yeah, both. Already undermining the premise of the whole call out. Um, and then he said, but for the sheer hell of it, we're asking. Oh, this, obviously, this is sheer hell. Right. We've reached that level. He also says, we could, we couldn't help ourselves, he said. And, yeah. you know, that speaks volumes, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then, who was the other guest? It was Adam Hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Angelica Bell trying to take over a bit again, as we mm. know she's been doing, sitting in for Alex. She's got uh, another week left, trying to make a mark. Um, Are you uh, thinking Lemonade? Uh, oh, Hold that thought. Yeah, because, right, yeah, yeah. yes, I have questions about that. So do I. Oh, God. Um, this was the beard question. So so uh, Matt asked uh, Adam Hills, who's mm. grown a full-on, fairly untidy beard, uh-huh. why he got a beard like that. Um, Adam, we've got to mention this beard of yours. He sort of changed the subject. Mm. Um, Can I ask, what was the thinking behind like the, 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 the vote on cats and dogs? And then Angelica just forgot the beard question, just ploughed in about cats and dogs again, mm. leaving the beard question completely unanswered in a sort of, I wasn't even listening to what Matt had to say, I've got a question and here it is. Sorry, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, what was your question? Well, you were a dog person, uh, you had dogs when you were growing up in Australia. I, yes. Uh, and it took Adam Hills to pull it back to answer the dog question, but then himself going back to the beard thing two minutes later. So the beard, the beard came about, so what happened was, we took a break from the last Professional. Week. It was a uh, bell takeover. Yeah, yeah. bad news. Uh, I think Mel Giedroy is on in the next couple of oh, weeks. Oh, okay. I, I like she's been, she's been put yeah. in. Yeah. Phil Tufnell. 
So Tuffers is talking about the fan zones that's going to be for the Cricket World Cup, and he's saying, you know, it'll, it'll be good. it's going to be great. There's going to be drinks there. There's going to be there's going to be eats, and, and then Angelica just <laughs> goes bulldozing in saying, lemonade for you, Phil. Yes, yeah, yeah, so and there's going to be you know drinks and eats and well, lemonade for you. Well, of course, yeah. and uh, and you can just watch <laughs> the game there and uh, you yeah. know cheer along your side. And I'm <laughs> thinking, and I'm thinking now, and I had to research. It's like Tufnell likes a drink. We all know he likes a drink, but he's never come out as an alcoholic. No. And so either she's implying that he's a he's an alky. Mm. Or she just—I don't know what she's thinking there. Or she's seen him at something where he's been totally like yeah. you know inappropriate and yeah. a bit pissed, yeah. and he's apologised. And she stuck the knife in. Yeah, she did. He, I mean, I did. I went straight to Google and went Tufnell alcoholism. Same. Yeah. Because is this a thing? And I couldn't find anything. But if, if you're a cricketer, there's a different definition of what yeah, alcohol is, isn't there? <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, the alcohol thing came up again on Tuesday show, didn't it? Where they had um, the actor David Harewood yeah. uh, came in. Yeah. Um, they uh, they were very 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 pleased with their introduction where they Matt and Angelica were <laughs> tittering tittering all the way through it because they knew what the killer punchline was and I mean it went you know he's he's been in Romeo and Juliet what an actor he's been in uh, whatever it was King Lear uh, he's been in Othello but tonight he's playing his most charming role so far David from Birmingham <laughs> we thought that we would start uh, with something a little more. Highbrow, some more highbrow culture. Yeah, we did. So we decided to book an actor who's the go-to man for highbrow. Yeah. Well, he starred in Shakespeare plays such as Antony and Cleopatra, Romeo and Juliet, and Othello. But tonight he's playing his most likable and charming role to date, David from Birmingham. (laughs) David Harewood. They they were like, this is fucking dynamite. I can't wait to get to the last bit here. We are going to shit ourselves. Now, that joke works better if David Harewood goes, all right, everybody. But instead he goes, hello, yes, welcome. And you're right, okay, I didn't know he's from Birmingham. That's thrown me a bit now. I didn't really understand what was going on. But he was mentioning about, oh, by the way, um, they showed a photograph of him as a young man in a football team. That's right. And Matt, once again, slightly changed his what was that like. He changed it to... And uh, what are your memories of that football team? <laughs> what are your memories of, of that team? Another way of saying, what was it like? Uh, but the, uh, David Harewood mentioned that uh, there was a period, he's done a documentary yeah. about his own struggles with mental health. That's right. This being mental when, health, when the show went out, week, Mental yeah. Health Awareness Week. And uh, he, they sort of said, you, you really had you know, a, a, a terrible time. Um, with um, alcohol and he said yes I did he said he said I, I got to a point where you know I was very stressed uh, I drank uh, it affected my my sleep actually and uh, I was sectioned and I thought okay there's it's quite a bit missing out of this this story here there's normally a bit between I'm not sleeping very well yeah. and section and then they actually showed the documentary what that was and people I don't know quite what had happened until the documentary goes out but it was just people going oh and then the police barreled in and everything but no one really sort of said what happened no and I I did that thing of going okay I get the get the worthiness of this film I know why they're talking to him because they're promoting because yeah. um, Alistair Campbell's done one for the yeah. BBC as well and but Nadia off what I felt off. with it is yeah. that they skirted over the mental health issues yeah yeah, so yeah, yeah. they did I was, after, after Monday I was thinking when he was like saying talking about you know mental health psychosis because you know that's a really serious thing and I was thinking 
from secondhand experience, I know that uh, psychosis can be brought on by extreme bifter intake. Yeah. And so I'm thinking now, are they going to mention bifters twice in a row yeah. on the one show? But and, he's, and, and David Edward goes to do a mine, but he, then he says bottle. And I'm thinking, all right, fine. Yeah. And I'm gutted because I think he's about to say, I was smoking the finest all fucking day. But he doesn't, sadly. Yeah. But yeah, very, yeah, very serious. It issue. was. And they were talking, uh, and the same thing, because then where I sort of zoned back in again, I'm ashamed to say, I sort of did zone out a bit because I think yeah. I was writing some notes about it or something. Mm. And then came back in where the, the man from the clip from the documentary was saying, and then you were on your knees screaming at the sky. But then you really came to again and, and really freaked out and lost it and ran, ran into a room and were raving on your knees, screaming to the sky. And I then went, what? Rewound it, thinking, wh wh how did David Howard get from there to screaming at the sky? Yeah. Wasn't explained. And what we're doing slightly is there's a sense of, I'm sure, of people going, well, this is seven o'clock, so what we mustn't do is we mustn't describe the big mental health issue, which is that he had a massive breakdown. Yeah. And the problem is, of course, in the middle of Mental Health Awareness Week, if you're not willing to talk about the, the what happens when you have a mental health issue, then you're not really talking about mental health. Yeah. yeah. You know, as, as David Harewood ma makes it, you, you drink, you can't sleep, and then they section you. Yeah, that's, that's the way There's a big gap in there, yeah. and it's a gap that, that's the sort of thing we should all be talking about. Should we talk about the big aeroplane? Door, oh, please. Oh, <laughs> mate, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And let, let me tell you, it, it, oh. it, it is, it read like the greatest unmade sitcom pilot I've ever seen yeah. in my life. What better way to spend a summer afternoon than in the garden with your neighbours enjoying finger food, fresh lemonade and cakes? Right, O's for cake? Yes, boy. But at this party, there's an unwelcome gatecrasher. This back garden has to be one of the closest to a UK airport. And so that brings us to the end of part one of this week's The The One Show Show. Part two will be lurking in tomorrow's shadows, waiting to jump out at you in the morning. Rate, review, join in the conversation on Twitter at The One Show Show, and we'll see you in the morning. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angela Sandbury podcast. It's a funny one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.